the part you play in how your marriage feels. Episode 74. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Hello, hello, my Awaken You listeners. As we head into the second half of this year, I wanted to talk about some of the fundamental work that you can do to change how you feel about your marriage without changing your partner, of course. And what I'm going to talk about today is truly one of the first places I start with my clients, which is the part you play in how your marriage feels. We've all heard the saying that a relationship takes two people, right? Two people contributing to its demise, two people committing to its rise. I think I'm going to coin that. I don't know if I've ever heard of that before, but we have heard and probably said many times when we're listening to somebody talk about how bad somebody's relationship is. Either we're thinking or we are saying out loud that it takes two people. We're only hearing one side of the story. While it is 100% true that it takes two people to contribute to the demise of a relationship and two people committing to its rise, you as an individual are an influencer to either result. And naturally, when we perceive there to be problems in our marriage, we will tend to look outside of ourselves for the problem. It's how we're wired. We search outside of ourselves for the reasons to all of the problems in our life. And when we're talking about relationships, of course, it seems quite obvious what that problem is, right? Your spouse, the other one in the relationship. From the book Transcend by Scott Barry Kaufman, he talks about the human brain and how it is a prediction machine. How we are constantly processing incoming information things that we're seeing, things that we're hearing, things that we're noticing, and we're assessing how this information lines up with what we expect. So when we are constantly noticing and thinking that our marriage is awful or any flavor of this, we find ourselves stressed, sad, disappointed, hopeless, a whole bunch of different emotions that have us acting in ways that really have us contributing to our marriage feeling awful. We're seeing everything 
through the lenses of our marriage falling apart and seeing all of the evidence of the way that we're thinking because we are constantly processing incoming information and assessing how it matches our expectations or our thoughts, what we are thinking. So while it could be true that your spouse is not showing up as their best self, attempting to control and manipulate them because you see them as the problem to be fixed, one, isn't helpful, it isn't fair, Two, it won't get you what you want unless, you know, what you want is some sort of robotic relationship. And three, it is not sustainable. So here is where I talk about taking that power back through turning to look inside of yourself and discovering how you can create the change that you want without any need to put blame on yourself for being the problem, right? So check out episode 71, where we look at the issue of when we're the one working on our marriage and we're actually seeing the marriage improve, how we might start to think that, well, how our brain starts to tell us how hmm, maybe it is all our fault. So go listen to that one if you have not yet. And instead of you putting the blame on yourself, what happens when you take your power back, it has you being the solution to how you're feeling about your marriage. Today, I want to peek at the situation most of my clients come to me with in the beginning and for sure, for sure where I was before I found life coaching, which by the way, literally saved my marriage. So that scenario is being completely unhappy in your marriage and looking at where that has you psychologically, mentally, And how that state is creating even more evidence of your belief and then sending you down the spiral of moving further and further away from what you want in your marriage. Let me reiterate. Let me re-explain that. When we're thinking that our marriage is a mess, it's awful, We keep looking, our brain keeps looking for that evidence and creates more evidence to solidify that belief, which actually has you pushing further and further away from what you want in your marriage. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And lastly, of course, I will share some tips to get you to change the direction of that spiral so that you're moving toward the marriage relationship that feels so much better. But before we dig into the good stuff, I do not want to forget to remind you to register for this month's Marriage Masterclass. 
we are going to be talking about boundaries. And so in this class, I am going to help you better understand what a personal boundary is, how to start implementing them, and why they're so important for your personal well-being. So come join me. You can go to the show notes or go to my website, get yourself registered, and do so quickly, right? Because at the publish of this podcast, the masterclass will be two days later. Remember, marriage masterclass is always the second Thursday of every month, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can register at any time by going to my website. There's a big button on the top and you can register. Let's look at the role you're playing in the decline of your marriage. And I put decline in quotes because it is really how we're looking at our marriage. I am in this habit, it's just what I do, of listening to people Yeah, maybe eavesdropping is what it might be. But you know, sometimes how can you not hear people's conversations? But when I in particular hear people talking about their marriage or somebody else's marriage, um, and of course, this is going on outside of my coaching sessions, as I listen, so often it is very clear where that person's relationship is headed, right? Because so often people are talking from this negative perspective of what their spouse is doing and it seems so socially acceptable. It is what people do. We look for the fault in others so that we can justify how we're feeling without doing the work of managing our own mind. And then when we can go out and complain about it to someone else, they, in hopes probably, that they'll validate us. It's just making it worse, right? It is not bringing us closer to our partner by even sharing these negative stories about our spouse with others. Now, when you're working with a coach, I invite people to share how they feel, what they think about their spouse, about their marriage, about all the things going on. But that's different because I'm helping you create awareness around these thoughts. I'm not listening to you as a sounding board. I sort of am so that you can get it out of you, but it's totally different. It's so that you can get some help and some movement towards where you want to go. But dumping it out on somebody who's not doing that for you is not helpful. And it's a little disrespectful to our spouses, right? So think about when you come home from work and all you want to do is have some peace and quiet. But that spouse of yours, 
Yak, yak, yak. Chitter, chatter, chitter, chatter, chitter, chatter. What do we do? We look at them as being the problem when we are not happy in our marriage, when we don't have a healthy way of communicating. We don't have any empathy for our partner and what is going on for them, getting curious about what their needs are, why they need to, you know, dump all of their stuff. Instead, we're just tuning them out or ignoring them, maybe. We're also not having empathy for ourselves as to our needs. So maybe we argue in our brain or out loud about what they're doing. If we just really want some peace and quiet, we're not even getting that, right? Because we're arguing. We're not openly sharing what it is that we need. And we're not even being loving, compassionate partners by taking a few minutes to just listen to what they have to say and let them spew maybe a little bit if that's what they need to do. Maybe that's how they connect. In this example, because I hear it a lot, the spouse that's complaining about their partner in this way has them looking at their relationship through this lens of their partner being the problem. Like if they would just not say anything or not spew a bunch of nonsense, then I could relax. Then I could love them. But the truth is, when we're looking through this lens and we are feeling this way about our marriage, it doesn't matter what they do. If they just completely ignore you, then we're wondering what's wrong with them. Why are they ignoring me? I wish they would spend some time with me, pay attention to me, right? It's always something different that we want. And this is where relationship work comes in. Communication, learning to talk about what our needs are, sharing with each other, communicating. So when we come home and you know, we're in this scenario and we're looking at our marriage through the lens of them being the problem. We keep those lenses on the rest of the night. And actually, we have them on all the time when it comes to our marriage. If we're in this situation, all we are seeing all evening is the way our spouse is bringing disorder and chaos into our life. It's what we're focused on. And if we don't catch it early on in our relationship, we get deep into the belief that our spouse is the problem. And from this place, people will do anything they know to get what it is they think they need. Right? So maybe they're going to avoid, withdraw, argue, defend themselves, criticize, their spouse, for how they're offending them. While these actions have us pushing our spouse away, contributing to how our marriage feels, sealing in 
the truth to our belief and spiraling away from the result that we actually want. We're just pushing ourselves further and further away. It's our brain's way of taking care of what it thinks is our basic need of protecting ourselves. But it does not help our relationship one bit at all. So how can you change your marriage's trajectory? I'm going to give you three tips. The first way you create this turnaround effect is what I have just done for you. I have created awareness for you about how you're contributing to what you are getting in your marriage. Awareness is our first step towards change. If we care to listen and if we care to do the work of changing, and of course, you all wouldn't be here if you didn't want something different. So if changing your spouse was the solution, I would most certainly share that bit of beautiful advice as widely as I could. But it isn't the solution. So notice when that's what you want to do and turn it around towards what you can do. You now have the awareness of what you do, why you do it, turn it around. Second is it's going to require that you commit to small, daily, even hourly actions of awareness. In the beginning, you will mostly become aware of how you're showing up after you've already shown up in a way that pushes you apart. But the gold here is your awareness. It's not to just be like, oh, well, it's too late. I blew it again. Because after an old pattern plays out, you can review what happened. You use that as like your ingredients to evaluate and investigate what happened. You will come up with a plan how you can change your pattern. What can you do differently next time? And after reviewing, you may start to feel comfortable sharing with your spouse the work that you're doing and being able to apologize for your contribution to the situation. Now, this doesn't mean it's all your fault, right? It does take two. But when you're being vulnerable and doing this work and saying, okay, I see how I reacted. How could I show up differently? Now you are working on sharing the duty of being all in on changing this dynamic of your marriage, while also becoming comfortable with maybe even inviting your spouse to do the same. And here is where you get to learn how to share when they do something that triggers you into an old reaction and what you see as maybe a better way of approaching the situation. As you start paying attention to these situations and you notice something they do that tricks you, (laughs) triggers you into this old coping mechanism, this old reaction, you can share that with them. Always remembering that you only have control over what you do and how you react. You can share what 
they did, and they get to consider how they could do things differently, but they may not. They would have to be doing all this work that you're doing, listening to these podcasts, reading the books that I share, doing this work, coming to the master classes, going on my Instagram and listening to all the advice. And they're most likely not doing that, right? So you have to have patience. Your own commitment and your why for doing this work, remembering what you want for yourself and for your marriage. And then lastly, I am going to direct you to my Abundant Love free mini course. Because in this course, I have you noticing, becoming aware of your negative thoughts about your marriage. And through this awareness, like we've talked about today, you will send your brain on a search for new thoughts, thoughts that make you feel better and inspire you to keep working on changing the trajectory of your marriage. In this course, I help you change your brain's natural tendency to see what the problem is while reminding it that your spouse is a safe place for you and that you want to change these old, no longer necessary patterns. And as you create these new thoughts in this course, it is going to have you collecting these thoughts and using them as your new love list, your new list of marriage affirmations. It is so much fun. And as always, if you want to dive in deeper to this work, if you really want to commit, get some accountability, get some help seeing where you might be doing things in a way that is spiraling you in the wrong direction, and getting help turning that spiral around, book yourself a free mini coaching session. Let's talk about something that has come up for you. So take this work that I shared with you, start practicing it. And then when you get stuck, book yourself that session. Let's work through it together and firsthand see how a coach can help you work through this and keep moving forward. So now will this solve your marital problems? It might. It depends really upon how long you've been in the spiral. But in the least, it will have you change the direction of your spiral. And that's the beginning of starting to feel better about your marriage and influencing your spouse to do the same. All right, my friends. So that is what I have for you this week. I hope that this helped you and that it helps you see the powerful part that you play in how your marriage feels. So we started with looking at where we play the role in how our marriage isn't feeling all that amazing. And did you see how we transitioned into, I inserted the word powerful, into the powerful part that you play in how your marriage feels. 
and that will be amazing. I will see you on Thursday evening at the Marriage Masterclass. We'll talk all about boundaries. Bring your questions. Have an amazing rest of your day. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.